Well, we made it. Pitchers and catchers report this Wednesday, just a couple of days away from the start of spring training. There's an unprecedented number of free agents still out there, including four guys likely to get north of $100 million. Maybe not anymore, uh, given the way these markets are going. Uh, the Giants are interested in Jorge Soler. We've heard that, and we have an update on him next. You are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspik, and on this show, we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday, talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. I'm a former contributor for the baseball statistics and analysis websites Beyond the Box Score and Rotographs. I've been podcasting about the Giants since 2015, coming up on five years with Locked On, and I'm a lifelong fan. Thank you for making Locked On Giants your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. So check us out there if you have not already, and please hit that subscribe button wherever it is that you're following the show. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today, and you'll get $150 in bonus. Bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. And where we get started is with an update on Jorge Soler. As I said, we are here the week of the opening of spring training. And I don't know if anybody has like done the, the math on this in terms of the pure volume of free agents that are still out there it's that in and of itself is remarkable and possibly unprecedented but also having four guys who are you know who were widely expected to command deals of i mean in one guy's case it's kind of fringy 100 million in by some estimates in matt chapman but still like you know many had him getting over 100 million and three other guys, Cody Bellinger, Blake Snell, and Jordan Montgomery, all four remaining unsigned. $400 million players unsigned the week of spring training opening. I cannot remember ever seeing that before. Um, and then it's not just those guys. You know, we, we Jorge Soler is not going to get $100 million, but he's also not going to get a minor league deal. And what we are hearing from MLB Network's John Morosi who famously like was the one who incorrectly basically got everyone in Toronto's hopes up saying that Otani was on a he like confirmed that Otani was on a flight to Toronto when in fact later it came out that he wasn't but John Morosi generally a widely respected reporter I don't know what happened in that situation but just you know these days this offseason, there was a lot of, I don't want to call it like misinformation, but there was some poor reporting. So I just want to be clear about that before I say what he said. And what he said, though, was that um, he touched on Jorge Soler's market. This is per MLB.com. 
John Morosi touched on Solaire's market this morning, reporting that the 31-year-old is still seeking a three-year contract in free agency. The length of the pact has been a holdup as Solaire has had teams willing to go to two years but has yet to be offered a guaranteed third season. Keep that word in mind, guaranteed. Like I would imagine the Giants would do something like a two-year deal with a third-year club option, which would, you know, with a buyout on that club option. So it would add some guaranteed money with the buyout. But, you know, they're not going to give him a player option because that effectively just becomes a three-year contract. Uh, Morosi or MLB.com continues, the Giants were reported to be in talks with Solaire last week and Morosi suggests they're among the teams comfortable at two years, but balking at the third season. Other teams that have been tied to Solaire this offseason include the Red Sox, Nationals, and to a much lesser extent, the incumbent Marlins. Solaire himself said last month that Miami hasn't shown real interest in a reunion, however. The D-backs notably are still looking for a right-handed bat to pair with the lefty-swinging Jock Peterson, but it's hard to imagine Solaire signing anywhere without a clear path to full-time at-bats, and I totally agree, agree with that. A timeshare with Peterson at DH plus some occasional corner outfield work would be a surprise. Totally agree with that as well. And so, you know, if those are really the teams, I don't know exactly what teams are looking for this profile of player but if it's really the Giants Red Sox and Nationals kind of as the three teams first of all you know who would want to play for the Nationals would be my first take on that like you just know you're joining a team that's not going to win for sure and the Giants are not in that situation they've been more mediocre the Nationals are going to be bad Um, and the Red Sox okay I you know short porch left field green monster hit tanks I could see the appeal there perhaps and so I don't know I just think uh it was just noteworthy that that seems to be what's going on I would imagine that's what's going on with a lot of the free agents that are out there I've said this a bunch you know people have asked like what is going on why is the market locked up and my my answer is just two one of two things it's they're asking for too much money or they're asking for too many years and by extension, too much money. Um, it's usually about, um, I mean, it's either average annual value or years. And one of those is, or both off between the team and the player. And you've got a problem and you've got an impasse and you've got what we have now, which is just guys, the middle class, I would kind of almost put Solaire in the like upper middle class of free agency this winter and then the you know the elites i mean i guess the elites were like otani and yamamoto but the upper class um being those four guys chapman snell montgomery and bellinger uh they all have question marks as i've pointed out a zillion times because i've had a chance to talk about them a zillion times because they've been unsigned for months and months and months but for solaire it's relevant because the giants are like literally mentioned, they're the they're the only. I mean, Moro- he, they write in this piece on MLB.com that Morosi suggests that the Giants are one of those teams comfortable with two years, but balking at a third. So, when all is said and done, I wouldn't expect, especially given that spring training is about to start, 
that the Giants will suddenly like be that team that gives that third year to a guy. Um, and if we look at the, I mean, the age Solaire, like it said in the piece, and I reference he, he, they said the 31 year old Solaire, he turns 32 in like 13 days. Um, same birthday as my brother, different year, but uh, February 25th. Happy birthday in advance to Jorge Soler and my brother. 32 years old. Yeah, 32, 33, 34. I wouldn't want to pay him three years either. But I just thought it would be fun to look back at these long ago released lists of the top free agents and their predicted contracts and see where does Jorge Soler come in? Like what was predicted of him in the beginning? So coming up momentarily, we are going to look at ESPN. We are going to look at MLB trade rumors and we are going to look at fan graphs, both Ben Clemens, who writes for fan graphs, who made his predictions, and then the crowdsourcing that they do at fan graphs. We're going to determine what did people expect? Three years, two years, more, less, and how much money? And should the Giants do that? We'll get into all of that and also discuss the Giants signing a player who's pretty well known to a minor league contract and more in just a minute. And before we do, today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over at FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams Go Warriors, quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. I'm just checking it out right now as we speak. Um, can we find the up, the Warriors' upcoming game? Where are they? They're, they're playing at the Utah Jazz live right now as I record this. Uh, favorites. Favorites at minus 116. They probably leading over under set at 240. Uh, the spread is minus one. And so that's just something you can check out. And more than just those options, all kinds of different stuff you can check out at FanDuel America's number one sports book. Just visit fanduel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. Again, fanduel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official sports book partner of the NBA. All right, as promised, I want to continue the discussion about Jorge Soler and his what was his predicted contract. I think all bets are off at this point when it comes to contracts because, uh, you know, there's, like I said, like there are literally over, well over 100, it may even be 200 free agents remaining. And so most of them aren't going to get major league deals, but there's a staggering number of players who are like, like this middle, the middle class is like being squeezed out of the game right now, basically. And so it's like, accept nothing or like a minor league deal or else you, you may just be done playing major league baseball. And so it's, uh, it's crazy. And that's what's happening. I don't really think it's like collusion or anything. I think teams just don't want to pay for like, mediocre talent they just would rather um you know pay league minimum salaries to young players who they want to give opportunities to so it creates a problem but there i don't know the fact that solaire and then the top tier guys 
they all have flaws. I think that's contributing to the, it's just crazy. It's crazy. And here we are. I, I do feel like a flurry of activity is going to take place at some point, maybe not a flurry, but stuff's going to, some of these guys are going to start signing. Here we are. It's mid February. Like some of these guys are going to start signing even the top guys. So before we get into those Solaire contracts, I want you to know that locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24 seven streaming channel on YouTube and now you can also find it on Amazon Fire TV. Locked on Sports today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find the Locked On Sports Today channel now on Amazon Fire TV. All right, as promised, uh, more about Jorge Soler. Just looking over like ESPN, MLB trade rumors, fan graphs, these top 50 free agents with predictions lists that we did so long ago back when I was in Mexico in November and thinking oh you know it was going to be a frenzy at the winter meetings I better get home and here we are mid-February still waiting for that frenzy so let's start with ESPN Kylie McDaniel put this together I talk I always am raving about Kylie McDaniel I think I've kind of analyzed who's been the best recently at predicting contracts among the major publications. And I think Kylie McDaniel comes out on top. MLB trade rumors may be a close competitor. Fangraphs being generally last in my calculations. But the prediction from Kylie McDaniel was three years, $37.5 million. I think that's kind of like right on the nose with what I would kind of say as well. I might say 336, which is actually, ironically, the deal that he opted out of the last year of that deal. he had a, It was 336 with an opt-out after the last year. I don't know if he had an opt-out over the, after the previous year as well. But anyway, uh, he was number 20 on Kylie McDaniel for ESPN's top 50 list saying Soler has been tough to figure out cracking the two war cracking 2.0 war just once in his career despite having huge raw power and plenty of prospect hype dating back to when he signed with the Cubs in 2012 I slid Soler behind Hernandez Teoscar Hernandez and Jamer Candelario because he is a below average defender in a corner outfield spot and might be DH only soon enough. And I think the Giants would view him as DH only. That said, his 2019 season, 48 homers, 3.7 war, is the best season of anyone in this range. And his 2023 season, 36 homers, 1.9 war. It's hard to do. Hit 36 homers and be. I don't know if he's using Fangraphs war or baseball. That's one gripe I have here is what war are you talking about? Because there's not, it's not just like an objective number. It's not a counting stat. It's kind of a formulaic stat. Anyway, um, actually included some bad luck on balls in play. So there's a case he should float to the top of this trio if a team has a clear point of view on an adjustment to unlock even a bit more offense. So anyway, there you there you have it. Three years, $37.5 million was the prediction. In these predictions, they never write like two years, whatever, $24 million with a club option for a third year at $12 million with a $3.5 million buyout. They don't, nobody ever predicts an option, like a club option. Or something. And so 
that's kind of a flaw, I would say. Like, they should, but nobody ever, ever does. Okay, so MLB Trade Rumors had Soler as the number 16 free agent, actually one spot below Jung-Hoo Lee. And they predicted three years, 45 million. So two for two were at three years here. And their write-up says... Solaire, 32 in February, opted out of a $13 million salary for 2024. He signed a three-year, $36 million deal with the Marlins in March of 2022. Defected from Cuba. This is a long write-up. I don't think we need to read the whole thing. Um, suffice it to say, among free agents, only Soler, only Shohei Otani hit more home runs than Solaire's 36 in 2023. His 126 weighted runs created plus ranks behind only Otani and Bellinger among qualified free agents. And his StatCast page remains covered in red, a good thing. Four-year deals have been hard to come by for designated hitters of Soler's age. So they're talking four years here. Given his inconsistency, injury history, Soler seems more likely to land somewhere shy of Jose Abreu's uh, three-year, $58.5 million deal from last winter. So that's getting optimistic, like thinking that's even comparable at all. I don't, I wouldn't expect him to sniff that at this point. But, you know, 336 with that third year not guaranteed. Or maybe you just do like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't like the third year either. Like for a guy who's going to be 32 in a, in before the season starts, three years is not something I would want to do either. So anyway, lastly, Fangraphs, Ben Clemens, who kind of compiled the list, had three years, 45 million. So I think there's like consensus here that we're talking about a guy who's in the range. What was what is that average annual value? Three years, 45. That's exactly the same as what MLB Trade Rumors predicted. Kylie McDaniel a little lower at three years, 37 and a half. So again, I kind of side with McDaniel here. Um, and... Clemens says, now we're into the big press of righty boppers. Uh, Soler launched 36 homers, not quite a one-dimensional slugger. He also takes plenty of walks, and he cut down on his strikeouts and route en route to a near-career best line. He's always been tremendously powerful, so adding plate discipline uh, to the mix was predictably effective, yada, yada, yada. Soler's offensive upside intrigued Um People even before the Cubs signed him to a nine-year, thirty million dollar. Con- they signed him to a nine-year, thirty million dollar contract in 2012. I totally don't remember that. His results in Chicago were decidedly mixed. Blah blah blah. We all know about Jorge Soler. He's just a big bopping slugger who hit 36 homers this year, hit 48 in tw- what was it 2019, and led all of baseball that year. So huge power did some serious hit some monster homers against the giants this season, 2023. Um, And anyway, all three of these publications predicted three years. So it's kind of understandable that uh, he's looking for that third year. And I just want to point out the median crowdsource guess was three years, 48 million. So another 1 million per year on top of what these, last two publications have predicted and then the average crowdsource which is the you know take them all and divide by the number of submissions was 2.56 years so that's where it gets interesting right about two and a half which 
suggests to me the two years plus an option, you know, that the crowd, the crowd is knowledgeable with an AAV of 16 and a half million. So the AAV may be going up because the terms, the, the, the duration goes down. That's kind of how it goes. The shorter the term, the more per year generally that you're going to get. So if it was a two year, like $33 million deal with a team option for a, for a third season, I think that I'm kind of in line with that. I think that makes that makes sense. Two years, thirty three million with a club option. Um, maybe it's thirty three, counting the buyout on the club option, something like that. So anyway, that's where I'm at. Like I kind of just generally agree, and I agree generally with the with the crowd, the Fangraphs mean average crowd sourced. Prediction. So the question, the big question is, will he end up on the Giants? And the big answer is, I have no clue because we don't get any information. We barely hear them tied to anyone, but it's not like we didn't hear them tied to Carlos Correa. And then all of a sudden, Jeff Passan just tweets that they've agreed to, de- to terms with him. Um, where there was speculation, but there wasn't like report. They're talking, they're getting close, blah, 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 blah. This front office is just very, very close to the vest with their negotiations. And so we just have no idea whether it's Solaire or the class even above him with Chapman and Snell and Bellinger and Montgomery. So coming up in just a minute, we're going to get into this notable like player who's kind of well-known around the sport Giants added him to on a minor league deal. It's kind of a position of weakness for San Francisco. Um, who is he? And is it a good deal for the Giants? And also, how's next year's free agent class looking? Is there a case to be made? Like, just skip on this one. Because, I mean, it's like the league has given up on them. They haven't. These guys will sign eventually. But... What does next year's class look like? Like, do you really go all in on on these flawed top players, or do you kind of wait and look at that 2024-2025 class? We'll get into it momentarily. And before we do, today's episode is brought to you by our very good friends over at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts to choose from, for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. All right, as promised, we are going to get into uh, who did the Giants sign to this minor league deal? I'm just teasing it out. If you're on YouTube, you've been able to see it this whole time. If you're not on YouTube, you've been waiting in eager anticipation for who did the Giants sign to a minor league deal. Uh, thanks again for making Locked on Giants your first list- listen every day, every day or tomorrow. 
hopefully we're breaking down some major Giants news. But in the event that we're not, we have a lot of wonderful mailbag questions remaining. I also want to start doing some crossover soon. We've got a we've got a National League West kind of roundup coming up at some point soon. I don't think quite yet, but that's all in the works and a lot of great mailbag questions. So that's going to be our focus uh, unless there's Giants news as we get real close to spring training opening on Wednesday. Pitchers and catchers reporting on Wednesday. Anyway, Amir Garrett. Okay, the Giants signed left-handed relief pitcher Amir Garrett to a minor league contract uh, per, who is it per? Um, I don't I don't even have who, who kind of reported this uh, because it's not official. Robert Murray of Fansided. So the Giants have agreed to terms with the lefty Garrett um, on a minor league deal, invitation to spring training, if he makes the team he will earn a salary of 1.35 million. So these deals just like inherently do not excite me when it's like they agreed to a minor league deal with this salary if in the majors. It's like just you're generally not talking about a great player and we've kind of seen a lot of these kinds of deals. We've seen less of them this offseason thankfully. But yeah, so for for me for Garrett like he's always been a guy who has good stuff and like has impressive strikeout rate numbers, but just has had horrible command. I mean, his walk rate is 13.2% in his career. The league average is usually around seven, eight percent. So, you know, it's significantly worse than the league average. He played a long time in Cincinnati, uh, where he, I don't know. I mean, he just, he walks a lot of guys and he also has given up a lot of homers in his career. Although amazingly two years ago in Kansas city, he went the whole season and didn't give up a single homer. His first season out of the great American small, small park. He went the full season, didn't allow a single homer yet somehow had an ERA around five expected ERA was 3.62. So this guy's just been like an enigma to me but mostly just a guy where I felt like he's been overrated, to be honest. But there's like something there. I think it's kind of a project for the Giants. He is kind of a project. Like if he pitches the way he's like historically pitched, then you don't really want this guy pitching any kind of important innings for you. But you can see the ingredients of someone who can be good. He just hasn't been able to put it together on any kind of consistent basis. He's hasn't really lost anything off his fastball. He still throws his average fastball is 94.9. So he throws hard, throws a slider, and that's it. I mean, he used to throw a changeup, but he hasn't thrown one since 2018. Fastball slider. That's it. Uh, and the slider, you know, Velo was up on the slider last year. He's kind of tweaked with his pitch mix where it's been he used to be more sliders than fastballs and last year he was more fastballs than sliders and the results were he had a 3-3-3 ERA but if you look at the peripherals 4-9-6 expected ERA which is like the inverse of what the previous year was like literally 3 uh 4-9-6 ERA the previous year and 4-9-6 expected ERA the following year but the ERA, oh my gosh, it's weird. Look up his Fangraphs page and look at the last two years, and it's weird. Um, and then the 
fielding independent pitching was bad this year. You know, he walk his walk rate was absurd. 18%. That's so high that I'm, I guarantee you that led the major leagues. He only threw 24 innings and I'll bet you that led the major leagues. Let, let's just find out. I think that's a fun only through 20. So minimum 20 innings, minimum 20 innings. How do we, there we go. Minimum 20 innings. What is the highest walk rate in the major leagues last year? And I am wrong. It was not Amir Garrett. It was Brad Keller, uh, his teammate who walked 21% of batters. Number two, Daniel Bard, 21% of batters. Number three, there he is, Amir Garrett. 18% 18% of batters. And so there you have it. I mean, we're just talking about a guy who has historically walked too many people. I think you you bring him to spring training and you see how he does and if he can throw strikes. And if not, then he can like probably opt out of his deal. And it's a minor league deal anyway, so they don't have to put him in the major leagues. So I don't know, just a, a low risk proposition on a guy that I'm not super high on, but they probably see something that they like, and we'll see what happens. So lastly, I just want to get to this topic that has been brought up to me, at least tease it. It's, you know, it's actually kind of a mailbag question. And so perhaps we'll, we'll finish answering the question tomorrow. I don't actually have the, the one who asked the question's name pulled up. So I apologize for that. You know, with all mailbag questions, I generally will read out your name, but I'm just going off of like, I mean, I wrote it down. It was planned that I would discuss this today, but I, I don't have the mailbag questions like queued up. And I don't think they were asked in the traditional mailbag format, or maybe it was. But the question was, is there a case to be made? Yeah, this question was in the mailbag questions. Is there a case to be made to not like go after Snell or Chapman, these guys who are like flawed in a way, but like good in a way also? And gonna command hundred plus million, yet you're like sacrificing something. Is there a case to be made that it's worth just waiting on next year? You know, just signing a backup kind of infielder or someone to give insurance on Marco Luciano, and letting this young pitching staff, you know, just see what they can do. Wait on Cobb and and Robbie Ray. Just kind of that's what I that's what I don't like my friends is like, I want to say like, just take this year off. They cannot afford to take another year off. I mean, not that they've taken the last two years off. They have been trying to be competitive and that's even worse in a way. But I don't think this is a fan base prepared to miss the postseason for the seventh time in eight years, like eight years, one postseason appearance if they don't make it this year. And so that's where I kind of say, I mean, there's a, I understand the point of the question, but the, I just think every year matters a lot. But just to tease where I'm going with this, when I start to look at next year's free agent class, it actually made me think twice because, you know, it's headlined by Juan Soto, who's going to be 26 at the time or entering his age 26 season, something like that. We'll, we'll have more about this tomorrow. Some of the other highlights, Pete Alonzo. Christian Walker, the first baseman with the D-backs. Glaber Torres of the Yankees. 
Willie Adamas, who we're talking about trading for. Ha Sung Kim, who's best friends with Jung Hoo Lee and would be a great fit on the Giants. How about Alex Bregman, third baseman for the Astros? Soto, of course. And then on the pitching side, uh, Zach Wheeler, Corbin Burns, local kid, Walker Bueller, Shane Bieber. Those are just some of the highlights. And that that's a pretty strong class right there. So we will fully answer that question on tomorrow's mailbag episode, unless something crazy happens. And then we've got to cover that. We get to cover that instead. Let's only hope because we have been waiting so long. Anyway, that is all the time we have for today. Thanks again for making Lockdown Giants your first listen every day. Every day is, like I said, tomorrow, mailbag questions. Did you know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube? And now you can find it also on Amazon Fire TV. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find the Locked On Sports Today channel now on YouTube, or excuse me, on Amazon Fire TV. All right. Once again, my name is Ben Kaspik. Check me out on Twitter at Ben Kaspik, K-A-S-P-I-C-K. If you like this show, please consider rating it or leaving a review. It helps me out so much, so much. So thank you in advance, and thank you to everyone who's done so already. I really, really appreciate it. Anyway, I can't wait to be with you again tomorrow. Thanks again for listening. You are now Locked on Giants.